it is definitely time to step up as the church, mm-hmm. not in this, you know, power play, but it's like, you know, what is grace and what is God's love and what is it teaching us? Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa with Blended Kingdom Families. Welcome back to the podcast where we are in a four-part series on the church and blended families, and this is part numero cuatro. Cuatro. That's four in Spanish. That's four in Espanol. Yeah. So if you are listening uh, to this and you haven't already, like, share, comment, subscribe, go back and watch the last three videos. It would be awesome if you did. Uh, And if you're listening on Audible, you're awesome. And just know that the full video format which you've now switched over to see, is uh, on our YouTube channel. Yes. You can subscribe there. Every single Monday we drop a new podcast, and we'd love to have you with us. If you haven't, and I'm going to restate this again, if you haven't already, the first three podcasts that we've done on the Church and Blood Families, they're they're fire. They're good stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Vanessa, so we're... I mean, fire, but it's like heavy. It's good. It's good. It's a heavy topic. It is a heavy topic. And we're really, we we broke this into... you know, four podcasts are like 15, 17 minutes each, so they're not super in-depth. I mean, you know, they, could go, they could go a lot more. Sure. Um, and really the goal is not to shame or to, you know, throw the church under the bus or any of that stuff. It's really just to highlight opportunities. It's a light of it. It's to light a fire. Yes. And tell them that there's an opportunity for Jesus to be introduced in a big way to blended families. Absolutely. Never have we seen more, uh, no, I'm sorry, never have we seen fewer people in the church mm-hmm. and more blended families Ooh. than right now. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't represent opportunity, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we need to start having conversations. Absolutely. So I'll let it turn to you though. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but I know that I know that when it comes to starting conversations, this is this is you love this topic, so I'm going to let you go with it now. Yeah. So one of the questions we have is, how can the church rise up and meet the needs of blended families in their communities? And I think there's, oh my gosh, there's so many ways. You know, yeah. first, and we've talked about this a lot, especially on the last three episodes, is just having the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, you guys, we just need to be prayerful about it. We need to be prayerful over our leaders, over our pastors, over our mentors, over mm-hmm. the people who are leading, um, you know, in different areas of their congregations. And and again, just covering them, um, but also presenting opportunities, you know, for blended family ministry to be a part of the church, but also in our community. You know, we can start by having the conversation, um, you know, how can we equip and support blended families? Maybe it's starting life groups within yeah. your church. Maybe it's bringing an outside, you know, resource uh, that you research and, you know, that's filled with practical and spiritual and biblical foundations. Maybe it is that God has equipped you and given you the gifts and the talents to write something Mm. and implement in your own church. You know, guys, this is where, this is where we need to go to the Lord and seek the Lord in prayer for this, you know, um, providing classes, group, and just membership opportunities. Maybe it's hosting an event, Mm -hmm. you know, what one of the events we did this year, was a blended couples event. Maybe it's an event for blended families altogether. It could even just be throwing a barbecue in your backyard 
bringing some blended families mm-hmm. over and just, you know, doing devotion together, whatever it may look like. Um, you know, it, I think it begins by starting to have the conversation, mm-hmm. being in prayer, and then, um, you know, just implement, taking some small steps to implement these different mm-hmm. things in different areas. Well, and you, you said something and it just kind of triggered me. You know, I, I know a lot of people who are listening and, and they're like, oh, we do groups in our church. I want to challenge you to go look at the list of those groups. Mm-hmm. Go look at the list yeah. and go, is there a blended family group in this? Mm-hmm. And if there's not, make the suggestion. Yeah. Like, you know what? I think if we added this group, I think it would be, um, I think it would be good. And I think that, um, I think people would start to notice that like, mm-hmm. Hey, the, our church is paying attention to us. Yeah. Um, and everything else you talked about was absolutely right. You know, blended families want community. And, you know, it's just one of those situations where, you know, we've talked about, you know, the darkness and we've talked about the shame and we've talked about all of these things. At the end of the day, they just want to feel accepted. Mm -hmm. They want to feel like they can come and experience who God is Mm -hmm. and they want to feel uh, like God loves them. Yeah. Despite. Despite their past. Yeah. Despite how bad they messed up. Mm-hmm. That God still loves them. Yeah. You know, we, we, we say the upside is enormous because, and we talk about this in the book and I'm going to really, you guys, a lot of what we're talking about is what we have written about in our book that will be coming out in September of 2022. And I know pre-orders are going to be coming up soon for that. And so we'd love for you guys to check that out. But you guys, one of the thing is, you know, we want to advance God's kingdom through marriage. Marriage Mm -hmm. is, you know, family is the, you know, it's, I remember a pastor in our episode said this and I'll never forget it. He said, you know, the first kingdom that God built was family Mm. and it began with Adam and Eve in the garden. And, you know, we want to strengthen marriages to the end, you know, to end the cycle of divorce. You know, we both came from, I came, I came Mm -hmm. from generations and cycles of divorce. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and it's in your family Mm -hmm. as well. And when we got married, we just made that commitment, like, okay, it stops with us. Mm -hmm. Um, and there are things that we have implemented and that we have learned and that we have sought out mm-hmm. along the way to, to, to prevent that, yeah. um, from, you know, from our legacy. You know, if, if Satan can get your family or if he can get your kids, mm-hmm. he's got it, you know well, I mean? He, yeah. Like, you know, there was that, there's just, there's this awesome quote by pastor Tony Evans and I'll never forget it, but he says, whoever controls the family controls the future. Yeah. And you know, when we can build up strong marriages, a stronger culture begins with strong families mm-hmm. and strong families begin with strong God-fearing marriages and God-fearing marriages with just deep intimate intimacy and relationship with Jesus. Like that is where it begins. Well, and I would say for blended families in order to get there, mm-hmm. there's steps. You don't just, mm-hmm. you know, fall off, you know, this is an old expression. You don't fall off the, the turnip truck and, and all of a sudden have an amazing godly marriage. You just don't. Mm-hmm. It starts with a simple desire. Yeah. It starts with finding a Bible-based church that is It starts good. with relationship in Jesus. Yeah. And, 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 and finding community mm-hmm. and then working towards, you know, an amazing uh, Christ-centered marriage. Yeah. Um, but if we don't get them in the door... We're not going to get it. Yeah. We're not going to have that opportunity to reach that family or the next generation of families if we don't get them into the door. Yeah. Um, so, good. and you talked about this in a very passionate way in our last podcast that it's time. Mm-hmm. It's time for the church to step up. Mm-hmm. So, 
I think it's a great opportunity to um, advance God's kingdom through marriage mm-hmm. uh, and by um, putting your arms around plenty of families. Absolutely. You know, and I, I think one thing that we haven't talked about yet that, that I just want to bring to light is I think that if we talked more about, you know, what, what biblical marriage is, you know, and you even talk about what the Bible says divorce is. I mean, I think even having mm-hmm. a healthy knowledge and just a God fearing, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we would have less divorces. Maybe people would really understand the weight of what that is. Maybe people would really understand that, hey, there is an enemy. His name is Satan. And just as real as God is, so mm-hmm. is he. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that if we had more of the, the more, like I said, more of these conversations and we dove into scripture and, and talked about what it talks about, um, mm-hmm. you know, people would understand more and maybe have more, like I said, um, you know, they would, you know, just have a healthy fear of the Lord. And, you know, we had a pastor say this to this one time and it just still blows me away. Mm. But we asked this pastor, we said, you know, why do you think that it is that blended family ministry, you know, it's that it's, it's not a part of the church as much as it should be, you know, and why is it a topic or, you know, why, why is divorce, remarriage, blended families, step families, why is this a topic that is not talked about in the church? And he said, it's because it's pastoral laziness and theological sloppiness. Mm. And I will never forget that. I mean, talk about drop the mic on that one. Um, you know, I think that again, the more that we can talk about it Mm -hmm. and talk through it, um, and without shaming one another and bringing that condemnation, I think the more healing and the more freedom, and I think mm-hmm. you're going to see more families. Um, I think you're going to see more families saved, and I think that generations will be changed because of that. Well, the price has never been higher mm-hmm. than it is right now. Oh yeah. Um, you know, we don't get into a lot of the. A lot of the, the topics that are going around in the world right now uh, on our podcast a lot, but you know, the church. It is definitely time to step up as the church, mm-hmm. not in this you know power play, but it's mm-hmm. like you know, what is grace and mm-hmm. what is God's love and what is it teaching us? Because the next generation, mm-hmm. you know. The opportunity has never been bigger and has never been a stronger opportunity to affect uh, God's kingdom than that mm-hmm. generation. Mm-hmm. And, and we talked about this in, I think it was in episode two of our series. We talked about, um, you know, what are the children experiencing? What are teens experiencing? Mm-hmm. We focus a lot on marriage and the husband and the wife and the blended family and, you know, the topic of remarriage. What about the innocent one, the child who cannot find a place? Mm-hmm. I mean, here we are, you know, you see every bit of news that you see is just, man, it is not good. Yeah. And, and, and what is, you know, if you're a youth pastor and you're listening to this and you're thinking, I know you love kids, mm-hmm. but, and, and I know a lot of times, you know, people, you know, parents who are experiencing divorce and they know the kid is going through that, they'll maybe wrap their arms around them. But a lot of times that, that grip is loosened mm-hmm. as the time goes on. And that's not necessarily the time it gets easier for that child. Yeah, um, They're experiencing identity crisis. They're experiencing, you know, 
parent wounds and you know, being pulled apart in all different directions. Yeah. And they're doing this in silence, mm-hmm. uh, not having a whole lot of people in community to, um, to encourage them. And you know what? There's been generations that that's happened to. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I, I always fall back to, I, I don't want to, I want to know who I'm fighting. Mm-hmm. And if I'm fighting statistical divorce rates that are what I see, mm-hmm. and I look back and I go, why? I look at that and I say, if you didn't embrace that opportunity, then you created, Satan got a hold of that generation and then just recreated to the next. Mm-hmm. So what an amazing generational opportunity there is to start bringing yeah. light to those who are struggling in blended family issues. Absolutely. No. And I love that you said that, you know, we talk a lot about wrapping up our children in the armor of God. Mm. Um, and especially when, you know, we've experienced those generational, you know, some people call them curses, but, um, you know, mm. divorce and, you know, maybe it's abuse or it's addiction, you know, how, are we equipping our children? Hmm. How are we teaching them, you know, what a healthy marriage is? Are we asking them questions? You know, when you're married one day and you Hmm. and your spouse get into an argument, you know, what's that going to look like? How are you going to respond? How are you going to react? You know, how are we modeling marriage to our children? Because yes, yeah, we need to equip the marriage. We need to, you you know, next to our relationship with Christ, our marriage is the next Mm -hmm. most important thing, but it's also how are we equipping and teaching our children as well? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's also another big missing key inside of the church is, you know, taking these children who have experienced this and who have walked through this Mm And showing them and teaching them and loving on them. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mean to like come down on that topic, but it yeah. does. It's a heavy topic and it deserves attention. And and it occurred to me, you know, as we've gone through this series, we keep talking about the church. We keep talking about the church. And, you know, it's kind of like in my, in my world, you know, if you're injured, you go to the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. Ambulance comes and takes you to the hospital because that's where you go to get healed. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where the people that can heal you are that, you know, operate on you or that the nurses you know, and the, the nurses doctors. and the doctors. That's where they are. Mm-hmm. So that's where I want to be. If I'm hurt, that's where you take me. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing that represents people who are hurting spiritually and the way they look at the church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just as God has been, you know said as the great physician, the one who operates on the heart, the one who uh, heals us. Mm -hmm. You know, he wants the church to be that arm. He wants people to come because they're hurt, and he wants people to come because they want to get healed and they want want restoration in that. Um, And just as you said in the last episode, it's time for the church to step up. Well, you know, I love, I love the, um, I love that you said, you know, the great physician and the great surgeon. And I think about you know, when he is that, and then the part that we get to play as ministers and pastors Mm. and leaders and uh, mentors and spiritual mothers and fathers and, you know, actual mothers and fathers, step parents. Um, You know, I think of that nurse who gets to hold that heart when he takes it out Mm. to operate and he entrusts you to hold these people's hearts. Mm. You know, and what are we doing? Yeah. And how are we going to do that with such care Mm -hmm. so that he can 
do that surgery mm. and then put it back in so that it's 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 flowing life and new life mm. throughout their entire body. Well, the opportunity is there. Um, and if you've listened to all four parts of this series, uh, we hope that, you know, I wouldn't say it's all been encouraging, but it, it, but it, but it definitely has been informative. Um, and again, we've referenced this in every one of our podcasts. We go in in, in real depth in our book mm-hmm. uh, that's releasing in September of 2022. In case you've you know listened to this in like 2030, it released eight years ago. Um, but we go in real in depth in our book on the church and blended families, and we this is chapter two of the book. Yes, and we talked about this. We wanted the chapter in. We didn't know where to put it. And then mm-hmm. we talked and prayed and we're like, no, it needs to be right at the first. Yeah. Right behind the introduction, let's tackle this. Mm-hmm. Because that is the hospital. Mm-hmm. That is where the broken come and mm-hmm. we need to attract more people there. Yeah. So Couldn't agree more. We hope that this series has really uh, opened up your eyes to the topic. Yeah. Um, we hope that it's encouraged you. We hope that you feel heard. Yeah. Like if you're a blended family, we want you to leave this going... They, they said something that I feel. You know, I, I think I just, you know, something that I want to encourage everybody with as well is, you know, we have a lot of people who reach out to us and they're like, hey, I feel called to start a blended family mm. ministry. I feel called to minister to blended families. You guys, like, do it. There cannot be enough of it. There cannot be enough marriage, marriage ministries. There cannot be enough, you know, pro-life, pro-love ministries. Mm. There cannot be enough, you know, blended family ministries. I mean, it's, it's endless. And, you know, we all have purpose. We all have, um, you know, callings. And so just be in prayer about that. If that is something that you are interested in, you guys just walk in obedience to that. The Lord, you know, be obedience is the Lord's love language and he will bless every single step of the way. And if you feel, you know, if there's any part of you that's like, maybe I'm not qualified, like God, you know, I love the saying, mm-hmm. I think it's by Max Lucado, but it's like, God, you know, God, what is it? He qualifies, qualifies the, called. the called. Yeah. He doesn't call yeah. the qualified. He qualifies the called. And so yeah. if you feel called, man, step out there and do it. I just want to encourage you. Just do that. Like he will, like that wind will just be right behind you. And so, um, you know, and if you're out there and you're like, I want more resources, go check out our website. Like I said, our, or Scott said, you know, book comes out later on this yeah. year, but send us a DM on our socials, send us an email. Um, we'd love to connect with you and pray for you Yeah, and help you in any way that we can. Well, I, uh, I've had an amazing time doing this. Uh, guys, thank you all mo- so much for joining in. We're going to be doing more teaching series the rest of this year in preparation for the book to release in September. Uh, we're going to talk about marriage. We're going to talk about blended families. We're going to talk about step parenting. We're going to talk about all kinds of good stuff. All the things. All the things that uh, we believe uh, are just so important. Yes, absolutely. Cool stuff. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do today. Take care. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.